Welcome to the Live Exposed podcast. This is the podcast that is designed to help you break free from the fake life you've been living and live in actual freedom, the life you were actually meant to live. We're so glad you tuned in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do love what we're talking about, please hit the subscribe button, follow us. Also, uh, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and help them experience the life that they were meant to live. So, here to help you navigate your path to freedom is the host of the Live Exposed podcast, Mr. Reggie Brock. Well, hello again and welcome to this episode of Live Exposed. I'm Reggie Brock, and I want to thank you for taking 30 minutes out of your day once a week to join me on this journey. And, you know, I'm happy at the responses I'm getting, and it kind of um, has fulfilled my hopes and the real hope that I had for this is that we would become honest enough with ourselves to deal with issues that most of us have left unresolved and stuffed down deep in our lives. And what we fail to sometimes come to terms with are those issues are holding us back from really living the life that we want to live. I don't know about that we deserve to live, but at least it's not holding us back as we start dealing with it. You know, it's not just our past. Many of us are so stressed and fretting about the future that we lose the only thing that we really have control over, and that's today. And so my goal is to help you, like I have been helped, to walk through wherever the friction is for you. You know, is it your past? Is it your future? Whatever it is, and really start focusing in on these unresolved issues that that are with you today and be set free from them and walk away from them, not being captive to them as a servant any longer. And if I can fulfill that in your life, or at least help fulfill that in your life, then this time I've spent with you over these weeks has more than been profitable to me, because that's really what I want, a life that I'm living now to some of you to experience it for the first time, maybe ever in your life, the freedom that comes with this life is immeasurable and it keeps me excited and I'm a better human being. I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. I'm a better employee. I'm just better at everything because I'm getting rid of some of that stuff in me that's been there and polluting me for years. And you can do the same thing. Well, today I want to talk about how you can transcend your boundaries by us moving past and being able to do things past even our own limits. You know, sometimes our limits in our mind have been put there by others. And sometimes we've just put them on ourselves and caused us to become complacent and really, you know, maxed out way too early when you've got more talent and more opportunity than, but you've just kind of shut it down because you've reached some boundaries. So we're going to talk about transcending that today. And I'm going to explain that a little bit more in a minute. So recently, as some of you know, I said goodbye to TSA. I said goodbye to crowded airports and crowded airlines and the people that were in them, as well as the less than spectacular hotel experiences I was having. I mean, almost 100 nights and maybe a little bit more than that a year. And the way that I have cut that that out of my life and said goodbye to it is I bought an RV. (laughs) Uh, So now... I don't have to worry about canceled or delayed flights. I don't have to worry about eating over picked over food um, 
that everybody's already had their mitts on and I'm so hungry, I just would about eat anything. And finally, the big bonus for me is my wife now can travel with me um, when that's possible. And so it, there's just, it was a total win-win for me. And so I'm excited about that. But as I got started looking at RV, the first place I went, it, it was like a page out of the fifties for me in terms of their sales environment. It was like a, a scene from the movie, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, you know, or a scene out of wall street where there's just a lot of pressure and a lot of push and handing off from one manager to the next. And, you know, I honestly felt like I was in the middle of the sixties in an old time sales environment that just wasn't comfortable to me. And, you know, I, I wasn't going to stay around and listen to that. So I graciously exited and I went to the second spot. And guys, when I went to the second dealership, it was like totally different in every way. It felt instantly different. People were friendly. It was a real laid back environment. And to top it off, they had the RV that I actually wanted. So, the first thing I saw that convinced me and I knew was the RV for me is initially was when I saw the name slapped across the nose of this beautiful RV that sat there and the name of it was Transcend. Guys, I was hooked when I saw that name. Now, it took more for me than a name to buy this RV, but it was a great kicker and starter for me. It got me interested. Because the word transcend means stretching beyond your range or limits. Stretching beyond your range or limits. That's where that's what the transcending life looks like. It's you going beyond your notable range, what you've accepted, and your limits. I don't care who's put those limits on you or those or the, or the lie you've bought into, you just have a certain range of emotions you feel comfortable in because of your giftings and talents. I want you to enjoy living a transcendent life, one that goes beyond and has not as much boundary and it stretches you and causes you to be able to do things that you never thought possible before. I had to have that RV and I have it today. I want to live beyond my normal range of limits. How about you? I don't want to because somebody's told me or I've even told myself for years that that's about as far as you can go. You've tapped out. You've, you know, you, you're really wasting your time trying to do more. You're out of your range. You know, you, you know, you just, you know, calm down. Just don't try to, don't put yourself out there. Don't take any risk. And I'm just exhausted with that mentality. Today, I want to talk to you about what it takes to live beyond your range or your limits, how to transcend. And if that's of interest to you, stay with me for the next 20 minutes or so. And I think I'm going to give you some ideas and some thoughts that are going to help you to move uh, beyond your boundaries. So, and I'm going to do that. And if that's what you want for your life, I think it's a good start today for you to receive this word and watch what it can do in terms of moving you past your own boundaries. Now, I'm going to use two stories for you out of the Bible <laughs> that I think will explain how we sometimes uh, limit ourselves and how, how sometimes we put ourselves in boundaries when it comes to really uh, living by faith, if you will, or 
by living in a, a different dimension and experiencing things that we've never had before because we've taken a little bit of a risk. And these two stories really helped me to see things differently in terms of how I could expand my boundaries without with two very, very simple stories and two very, very simple uh, uh, tools for you to use from these stories that I think will help you. The first one was found in the book of Numbers, the 15th chapter, verses 32 through 36. Now, let me just set the stage for you. The, the, the children of Israel were in a certain part of the land of Israel at that time. And this is a story of a man, listen, who was gathering sticks on the Sabbath. So if you know anything about Jewish history, you will realize quickly that there was the day of rest was the Sabbath. And it was, it was taught and practiced and enforced that on the Sabbath, you don't do anything but rest. And so as the story unfolds, here's a man just out gathering sticks. Now think about it. That's pretty innocent, right? You know, I mean, it's not like he was out, you know, in, in the temples trying to sell stuff. I mean, it wasn't like he was really doing anything of significance. He was picking up sticks in his yard. So that news was brought to Moses and Aaron. They gathered the con uh, congregation and because he had violated the law of the Sabbath, which was rest on this day, here's what the Lord said to Moses and said to Aaron, the man picking up sticks must surely be put to death. Stone him. Well, you hear that story kind of like, and I read it, and you think to yourself, well, Reggie, he was just picking up sticks. Isn't that a little harsh? Well, you see, to me, that's where the current message about grace, and I'm not going to get on a, some biblical uh, tirade today, but that I think is where the current message about grace and mercy have distorted the real truth. Let me tell you something. Still today, even in the American church, I want you to hear me real clearly. Disobedience still carries a penalty. And if you want your boundaries to enlarge, if you want your crops to bear more fruit, if you want your effort to produce more value to you and those around you, then understand that disobedience has consequences. If you are violating laws, and I'm talking about practical and spiritual laws, there's a consequence that comes with it, whether you want to accept it and believe it or not. You see, some things you just can't do and expect bounty. There's some things you just can't do and expect a positive return. I don't care how much you confess it. <laughs> I don't care how much you say you believe it. There are violations of laws, both spiritual and practical, that have consequences that are going to be revealed and you're going to experience because that's just the way life is built. You can't skate skate around consequences for violating either practical or spiritual laws. You break something, a price has to be paid. You see, 
That's where the rub becomes with most people. And a lot of it has to do with messaging you're hearing from the church today. And that is, hey, you know, just do what you want. You know, you can, you know, I mean, just just as long as you like ask for forgiveness. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I'm thankful for the forgiveness message. But I know this, if I'm going to be have an honorable life to the God now that I serve, then I've got to realize that he's still offended when I disobey. And I've got to correct myself so that the spiritual laws that apply to me will work in my favor, not against me, as well as the practical laws. Listen, there are some things in business that you just can't do and expect an outcome that's positive. You can't lie, cheat, and steal. You can't run your business in a way that has no ethics to it and expect there to be long-term success and prosperity. Listen, Bible's clear. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. But in due season, you will reap what you are sowing. Correct the path that you're traveling on. Get on a new one. Or one day, you're going to have to pay the piper because there is still, you can't skate consequences. You can't think that you can just go along your merry way and because you've not been spitting, so to speak, or caught, that that's just going to be a continuation. And that's where some of you got real comfortable in your life. You just think, yeah, it's worked so far. Well, <laughs> just realize this. It's just not this reaping time yet for you. I, mean, I, I don't know what to tell you other than you have got to be fully, if you want to expand your boundaries and you want to live a transcending life, the first thing that you've got to do is honor law. And I'm talking about spiritual that affects House number two to me, which is, you know, your relationship with your family, with your wife. I mean, you've got to be honorable to that or eventually they'll catch up to you there. I mean, so, but that's also true in your work life. If you don't treat people right and you're not a steward of the relationships that you've been given in business, they can't long-term produce what you need or other people need. And I think that they will be there's a separation between the wheat and tear, so to speak, and there's going to be judgment that comes still on us because disobedience has a consequence. And I'm not just talking about spiritually. I'm talking about the practicals. So as you hear this, I, I, I want to make sure you understand something. If you're walking disobedient and violating laws, whether they're practical or spiritual, there's going to be a consequence. You just need to expect it. You may have gotten by with things practically or spiritually for a while now, but the coin is going to flip. There's going to be a time of harvest. And listen, look at the spiritual and the practical when it comes to seed time and harvest. You know, it, you, know you don't have to be a Bible thumper to plant a seed and, you know, expect it, you know, plant an apple seed, you, you know, over time, if it's watered and intended it to, it's going to produce apples. You don't have to go to church to know that. But the principles are the same. The fact of the matter is what you sow in business, you're going to reap, maybe not overnight. And there is a consequence of concern that I have for so many people. They think that everything's going to be okay because it has been okay. But there is a price to be paid when something is broken. And when you break a law, a law that's practical or spiritual, there is going to be a consequence. At some day, the piper is going to be paid. 
And so what I'm trying to do is to stop you, <laughs> stop some of that forward motion and help you to realize some of you have been wanting to scale. Some of you are wanting, you know, all of this explosion in your business. And the fact of the matter is I think you've tapped out to a certain degree because you're not really focused on the things that grow you and grow your business and will cause great success to follow. And you know what that is? Laws that require behavior that produces positive the positive result that you're looking for, not just for you, but everybody else. How can you expect your marriage to be any better when you're not truthful with your spouse? I, I don't know. I mean, how, 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 how can you be truthful? Uh, I mean, how can you expect long-term success if all of you're doing with your employees is taking advantage of them because you think you can and you can call it anything that you want but you know, deep down inside of you, there are things that you're doing that you really wouldn't want done to you. But because you're the boss, you're the husband, you're the father, you just think that you can walk in and do what you want. And until the result looks different than what it is right now, meaning it looks positive to everybody else around you, until that pendulum shifts, you think you're safe. Well, I'm telling you, I don't know when, but there's going to be a consequence paid for disobedience to both the spiritual and practical laws that we live in. Now, let me give you story number two. Story number two is about Cain and Abel. Now, this is an interesting one found in the book of Genesis. They're two brothers. The Bible says that Cain was a tiller of the ground or a farmer. He said Abel was a keeper of sheep, so he was a shepherd. So there was a time required where they had to bring an offering. It was just a part of the, uh, of the law of the land during that time. They brought, and God spoke to the, and told them that the offering had to be of blood. So there had to be a sacrifice of blood. Abel uh, brought uh, the firstborn of the flock. He presented it. Blood was required. He provided it. So Cain brought, as the great farmer and the tiller of the ground he was, the best vegetables and the best fruits that money could buy. And you know what Yahweh said? Ah, 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 ah. Cain, your offering is not acceptable. And they're like, why would it not be acceptable? The reason is not what I ask for. Now listen, this is very interesting to me. We have a substitutionary mentality. We think that as long as we believe based upon what our assumptions are, that we're providing the best of the best, even though it's not what is required or asked of us. We can skate by and things will be all right. You know what, though? Didn't work out real well for Cain. The Bible says that he, he fell, uh, his countenance fell, meaning he, it depressed him that he had worked so hard and brought so much in. And you know, it just wasn't acceptable. And the reason it wasn't acceptable is that's not what was required. What was required was blood, not vegetables. Fruit and vegetables, it was blood. And the Bible talks about the anger that overwhelmed him to the point where he killed his own brother. Now, if you read that passage any further, it says this. He was marked. He was a marked man from that point forward. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Some of you, as I have been in the past, have been marked by my disobedience and refusal to bring to life what is asked for of me in different categories. If I'm not bringing forward what is asked and required of me as a husband, 
I'm going to be marked for it. If I am not bringing to my business and my employees and those that are customers that I work with, if I'm not bringing bringing what is required, which is honesty, integrity, and all the things that you know what they are, you're just not practicing, you'll be marked. And that mark is hard to hide. <laughs> and so why not just do what's required, what's asked? You want blood? Cain said, here's blood. It's the blood of my brother. The problem was he tried to bring a substitute for the real ask. The ask was blood, not vegetables and fruit. So what in the world does that have to do with our lives? I'll tell you what it has to do with our lives. I closely relate to Cain's perplexion because in the past, I've thought a substitute was acceptable. It was my best. I mean, that's what I was telling people. How dare you look at my fruit and vegetables and go like, eh, you know, that you can't, they're just not acceptable. What do you mean they're not acceptable? It's the best I have to offer. It's not what was required. So I can, and I think about many guys that I know that just work their tails off and do a great job. And they talk about doing it for their family, um, which at times confuses me because what their family needs other than just a paycheck, they're not providing. And so that troubles me. You can't substitute pay for anything that time spent with your family could provide. Now, again, don't send me no emails. I know that working hard matters. But you have to keep in mind not what's just required for your work, but what's required for your relationships with your wife and your sons and your daughters, and the people that matter to you in your company. You see, that's what's required. And so don't bring your fruit and vegetables when blood is asked for. You see, the requirement is what you have to focus on. You know, whether it's practicals or spiritual, there are requirements that go along with each. And if you're not checkmarking those as daily tasks, guess what? Your substitutionary approach to life will be marked. And there will be judgment that follows. And listen, I'm not just talking about spirituals. I'm talking about practicals. You will start seeing a dying away of things that matter to you because you're not tending to it in ways that are required. You're just pacifying it. You're just substituting. And guess what? It's going to catch up to all of us. Stay focused on the ask, the requirements of the ask, and just do what is asked of you regarding whatever scope of life that you're in. There are marriage requirements. Hear me. And you can't teeter-totter around with that and expect a good marriage. Listen, there, to me, are requirements and asks of you being a good employer or an employee uh, when it comes to dealing with your coworkers and your customers. If you're not meeting those requirements, guess what? It's going to catch up. You can't substitute or sacrifice um, for, a, you know, substituting something in replace of something else because you just don't want to do it that way. So one last thing I'll say about a, a passage in the Bible that I think was, it matters to me a lot. I mean, listen, there's no sacrifice that is above obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. 
So what am I telling you today, Reggie? You're, you know, you're, you know, you're jumping on this religious bandwagon uh, too much, and I'm okay. Sorry, actually, I'm not real sorry. It's maybe a good way for you to even determine whether you want to listen to me again, because this is what you're going to get. I believe the life-changing opportunity for us lies in dealing with practicals and spirituals. And this, some of these things I'm telling you are just as practical as any other business coaching you're ever going to hear. There are requirements of the job. There are requirements of your marriage. There are requirements of your finances. They're just requirements. And you can't substitute half actions for and hope for full results. Not going to work. You cannot substitute anything that will affect offset obedience to the laws that are given, whether they're practical or spiritual. So to me, the two big things that limit our range, so to speak, that keep us from living that transcendent life are number one, disobedience to natural and spiritual laws. So you got to correct that. And the second thing is cheap substitutes, I'm sorry, cheap substitutes or tricks we use to avoid fulfilling the required ask are only going to lead to death in a relationship, death at every level of our life. All of it catches up one time when people realize that what you actually are providing is not what they need because what was required of a relationship you didn't provide. Now that's whether it's a spiritual or practical, and this is really good stuff. I want you to listen to yourself even as I'm speaking and I close this podcast today. There's there, there's like these, it's like a pinball in your head right now. You're going like, oh my God, <laughs> what, what what's happening here? Well, I, I'm asking you to pay attention to that because probably I've provoked something in you through this spirit that this word that's come out of me. And for once and for all, will you deal with it as opposed to just like inadvertently hitting the delete button and moving on? Because that's where you're going to be set free and this breaking in your life that needs to happen can start. I don't care how much you give to the needy. I don't care how much you convince yourself that you're doing all this work for your family. I don't care if you have some of the decisions you've made have just been out of, in your mind out of unfulfilled needs in your life. Or you have this attitude of, I deserve more than you're giving. What I'm telling you is this. For you to live beyond your limits or range, that transcending life, you've got to commit yourself to obedience, to natural and spiritual laws, and provide the requirement needed in each area of your life. And quit cheap substituting. Quit bringing vegetables and fruit when blood's required. See, those are things that can transform our life. So I bought an RV with the right name on it. The question is, am I willing to stretch myself past my boundaries, past ways I've lived, past my own limiting thinking? And can you? Because unless you're willing to go beyond where you are, even though it may be comfortable for you, you'll never transcend, you'll never stretch, you'll never grow, you'll never in many cases live by faith and sometimes risk. I mean, it's just you're 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 just caught in a trap. And today, you don't have to continue that.
I, I really want you to stretch beyond. I, I really want you to live past your limits mentally, physically, and spiritually. I really want you to expand your range of motion where you can start doing things and, 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 and hoping for things that you never dreamed possible before. But unless you become committed to requirement based upon the relationship you're in and stop substituting, bringing cheap substitutions in, you're never going to find it. But I'm believing and hoping and I'm encouraged that some of you are going to take this, receive it, and start putting it into practice. Guys, thank you so much for being with me today. This is, I think this has been um, information that can be transformational for you. But if you don't do it, it's going to stay the same. Do you really want change? Then put these principles into play in your life. Try it. Commit to it. And watch what happens in your life. If there's anything I can ever do, as I tell you every week, reach out to me. I'm easy to find on social media. I'd love to set up some time with you to discuss or maybe help you any way that I possibly can. But until then, uh, until I talk to you next week, I hope you have a great week. God bless you, and we'll talk soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Live Exposed with Reggie Brock. In fact, if you did, go ahead and rate the podcast and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. We also would love if you subscribe to the podcast and also shared it with your friends and family. They would probably enjoy it as well. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week as we continue down the journey that leads to ultimate freedom through living the life that you were meant to live.